0: Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. I'm excited to be here this week. I've been at RVR before, and it's gotten pretty loud in here, but I wanna hear how loud you guys can be. So on the count of three, show your excitement, for this week of camp, one, two, three. Meh, it's all right, it's all right. I think you can do better than that, right? Can you do better than that? Okay, one, two, three. I didn't see your mouth move. Come on, all right, one, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it one more time. Everybody, everybody, as loud as you can. One, two, three. There we go, that was a lot better. That was a lot better, it feels good. That felt good. Uh, My name's Steven. I skateboard, if you haven't noticed. Uh, My nickname was Laser. Can you guess how I got that name? Laser tag, no, no. Do we have any skaters here? Anybody skate? Oh. Laser flip. Laser flip, yeah. Does anyone want to see me try a laser flip? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try not to hurt myself. You know what, I thought about this like so many times. If I, if I was like skating here and broke my leg first day, like it'd be rough, it'd, be, it'd kind of suck. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen, but I'll, get, I'll give it a try, laser flip. Ah! All right, I need some encouragement. I did, there we go. There we go. Laser, laser, alright. Laser, 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 laser. Oh, I was close. I was close. Should I try one more? Alright, alright. Yeah, laser, laser, laser. laser. <laughs> Got to stay in the lane. All right, that was a laser flip. Uh, it's my favorite trick. i been skateboarding for a long time. I wish I could have done that sooner, but you know, it's nice to build that anticipation too, right? Um, <clears throat> so, in the introduction, uh, I mentioned that I've been here before, Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I was was a camp uh, program director here. I met my wife here, she was a counselor. Um, It was for a different camp. I wasn't a program director for her as a counselor. That didn't happen. Uh, So she was with a different camp. Uh, We met here. I love this place. I love it so much. I'm excited for you guys because this camp, it changed my life in a lot of ways. Um, I think it can change your life in a lot of ways. And I'm excited for all that's gonna happen this week. Uh, But let's talk a little bit about freedom. Does anyone remember what the definition of freedom is? It was up on the screen. Or does anyone have a guess at what the definition of freedom is? That was close, that was pretty close, yeah. Anyone, anyone feeling confident? Not held down by feelings or what you think about yourself. Not being controlled. That was ooh, that was good. The power, I don't know if you got all the words right, but it was it was very close. the power or right to act as you as you will without restraint. Um. You guys like freedom? Freedom isn't free. Um. So we're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about uh, obviously this week. That's the focus. Uh, is freedom. I'm going to share a little bit. I'm going to share my testimony um, and story about my my kind of journey to freedom uh it's it's a obviously it's a story that doesn't doesn't go the way that you expect right uh like it said in the in the slide freedom isn't always what you think it is um freedom isn't uh, all it's made up to be. Because we, we think of freedom and we think of like, man, I get to do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah, there's some truth to that, but there's also some responsibility. There's also things that go along with that. Um, and we'll get into that. So for me, uh, I wanted to share my testimony because you guys have no idea who I am. I don't know who you are. But I'm excited to get to know you guys this week. I'm excited to share a little bit about my story so that you uh, yes, yeah, so that you know me. My wife, she's in the back in a striped, striped shirt. <laughs> um, so growing up, I grew up in a really small town. Uh, there was like 2,000 people in my town, mostly older people. Uh, Myself, my brother, and my sisters were the black people in the town, and that was it. Uh, it, w- it, was an it was an interesting way to grow up, because we were it, that was it. My sister was the first black person to graduate from our high school, um, Yeah, which is awesome and sad at the same time. Uh, but growing up there, when we moved there, I was in like first grade when we moved there. Um, we were being watched, right? So when people realized that we you know, didn't have our, that we weren't the rappers that they've seen in videos, essentially, like when they realized that, they're like, oh, these are good kids, good. So my whole life, I was called a good kid. And I stayed out of trouble because I knew I was being watched. And I got decent grades, not like straight A's,' I didn't apply myself as I should have apply yourself it's yes uh so I stayed out of trouble i didn't I didn't party or drink or whatever in high school. Everyone called me a good kid, and I believed it wholeheartedly. I was like, yeah, I believe in god i uh you know, I know the 10 commandments. I know, uh, I'm not killing anyone. I'm not stealing anything. So eh, yeah, I'm good. And I believe in God. So, and because I'm, I believe in God and I'm good. I'm a good Christian and good Christians go to heaven. So I got my ticket and that's about it. Like, what else do I need to do? You know, nothing. Uh, So at that point in my life, I was looking forward to some freedom. Went to college. That's the point where, you know, you don't have a curfew. Your parents aren't watching you when you're coming home or whatever. You're excited about that. Who's, anyone here about to go to college? In a year or two, maybe? Maybe two, Anyone looking forward to going to college? It's exciting, like, man, I don't have to, I can do whatever I want. I can eat whatever, if I want to wake up and eat ice cream in the morning, I can do that. And maybe I will. But maybe I won't feel good after that. That's the part that you don't think about. Uh, it's, not, it's not all it's cracked up to be, that freedom, because that freedom comes with responsibility. I need to eat healthy, otherwise I'm going to feel terrible. I can, I can eat whatever I want, but I I shouldn't, probably. Uh, So I went to college. I lived on the dorms. I had a roommate who was in a fraternity, uh, got invited to a lot of parties. I went, and over time, I went from this, this good kid, people still would, you know, people still thought of me as a good kid, a good person, and I still thought of myself that way but I spiraled downwards, got into a lot of stuff that I didn't think I ever would, got to a place that I never thought I would. And I, you know, I realized it deep down, but I didn't do anything about it. Sometimes it's hard to, even when you understand or, or recognize a change in yourself or that you're doing things you, you don't wanna do, um, doesn't mean that it's easy to change the direction or course of your life. Um, it wasn't until a pastor of the small church asked me if I wanted to study the Bible. Uh, what do you think I thought at that moment when he asked me if I wanted to study the Bible? Exactly. I was like, no, I don't want to study the Bible with you. But a little bit of a people pleaser, I was a good kid. So I was like, I don't want you. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's study the Bible. Yeah, sure. When I did, I, my mind was blown. I, I realized how little I knew of the Bible, how little I knew about God. How, can you know God without knowing the words that he spoke? Without, how, without knowing how he interacted with people? Jesus, I mean, you open up your Bible and you see the red letters, those are Jesus' words. If I don't know what he said, how he how he interacted with people, how he loved people, do I really know him? It was it was a it was a crazy realization, um, and at that point, that was 2010, um, and I realized like I am living for myself. I'm living for my desires, what I want, when I want to do it. I'm not living for God. I'm not submitted to God. It took a lot for me to realize that. But when I did, I was like, okay, this is, no, this is not how I want to live. Not what I want to do. Because I was in bondage. I thought I was free, but I was in bondage. To so all of the desires that I had. The, the desire for ease and comfort. That's what I wanted. This, I mean, everyone wants comfort, right? But sometimes it ends up looking like laziness. Sometimes it looks like, oh man, my class is at 11 and I sleep in until 10.30. Why? Why not wake up and be productive? Why not wake up and spend some time with the Lord and actually, like, connect with your creator. Oh, I'm going to sleep in until like 1045 and then rush to class. And what's the point in that? Um, and all of those things that I chased and the things that I was trapped in, you're not free if you're trapped. I was trapped in all of these things, trying to fill myself up, trying to make myself feel better. Do you think that any of it worked? Do you think that any of it worked? No, it didn't. Um, you guys, you might have to learn that lesson yourself. That's just the truth. Uh, its I hate saying it because I don't want you guys to go and party and like get to a point where you realize this is not good. But for some of you, that's... That's going to be the reality. You're going to hit rock bottom, and you're going to say, like, man, I don't, this isn't doing anything for me. This isn't helping me. I don't want this. I'm not filled up. I'm empty. Sometimes we have to learn lessons the hard way, and that's, uh, sometimes we learn them better that way. Uh, I'm not telling you to go and party because it's, it's it's empty, but um, I learned the lesson the hard way. When I submitted myself to Christ, I actually gained freedom. Those are two words that you don't really think of in the same uh, same frame: submission and freedom. But that's what you get when you submit to Christ. There's freedom from all of these things. There's freedom from all of these things that you think you need, that you want, that you're chasing. You don't have to chase anymore. You have everything you need in Christ. Um, And I told you, I told you that, uh, that was in 2010. At that point, I had already been skating for 11 years. Um, Who plays Tony Hawk Pro Skater? A few people, none of the girls. That's okay, that's fine. Um, Now it's an old game or like a remastered game, right? Back when the original game came out, this was before you guys were born, back in the stone ages, 1999, is when I started skating. It's a long time ago. That's when Tony Hawk Pro Skater... The original game came out. He landed the 900 at the X Games. It was a big year for skateboarding. I saw someone, one of my friends, like his older brother had a board. I saw him doing Ollie, and I was like, what? what is that? How do you do that? How does the board come up with your feet? And I had to, do, like, I had to figure it out. I want to do that. I want to fly like that. I mean, that's literally what was, what, where my mind was at. Like, It looks like magic, and I want to do that. Uh, and I've been hooked ever since. But at that moment, when I gave my life to Christ, this, this was all for me. This was only for me. And what do you think my dream was? Yeah, to be a pro skater. I wanted to go pro, I wanted to make a living, make money being a pro skater. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be like Tony Hawk, have my own video game. It was all for me. So at that moment, when I gave my life to Christ, I'm like, God, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. What do you, th- what do you think of when you think of skateboarding or skateboard culture? Skateboard? Donor? What do you think? It- <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to repeat that one. Uh, what, what do you think of? Anything skaters. I'm not gonna be offended. You can say whatever you want. Crackhead. Crackhead? Okay. Emo. Emo? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it used to be a little more emo. Not as much these days. But baggy clothes. But there was the tight pants thing for a while, right? Very tight. I never. I let me just say, I never got into the tight pants thing. I don't do that. My thighs are a little thick, so I, I don't do that. I don't do the tight pants, I never had. Um, anyway, anyway, okay, okay. I did wear baggy pants for a while, back in like middle school, I thought that was cool. But anyway, nobody said Christian. When you think of skateboarding or skateboard culture, no one, no one said Christian, and I didn't think of it either. I didn't know any Christians that were skateboarders. It's, skate. the skateboarding culture is very rebellious. It's very, you know, let me like break the law, hop this fence and skate this place that no one wants me to skate. Um, there's a lot of drugs and alcohol in the skateboarding culture. Um, and like I said, this was all for me, so... When I gave my life to Christ, I was like, God, I don't know if you want me to do this anymore. I don't know what to do with this. So if you want to take it away, then all right. That was my heart. I feel like a, I feel almost like mature back then. I'm like, man, that was a good, that was good. I'm glad I thought that. Uh, Cause I, yeah. But what God did Blew me away. Shortly after I submitted myself to Christ, I had a friend, his name was Mark Boat. He was running a skateboard ministry. He was meeting with skateboarders and talking about God. And at that time, I had never heard that done before. I was like, this is cool, and I'm going for sure. He also had worked here at RVR. He told me I should come here and work So I did, I came 2012 and worked here as a program director for X camp. What's X camp? Mm. X camp used to be here at RVR. It was the skateboarding section of camp. So I came, I ran the skateboarding section of camp. I got to skate all day and tell kids about God. And I was like, "This is a dream." Also, hold on one second. Um, let's have a moment of silence for X Camp. Okay. Breaks my heart a little bit that X Camp is gone. But it's okay. It's okay. X Camp was the skate was skateboarding. Uh, I think some kids brought some like scooters and rollerblades too, but mostly skateboarding. Uh, and it was awesome, and it was the best camp. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, <laughs> it was awesome, okay? It was, uh, it was a dream. So, who's out here, who's doing paintball? No paintball? There? Oh shoot, Hey. Okay, moment of silence for, moment of silence. Okay. I did not know that. Um, okay. Horseback riding? Okay. okay. Paintball. You can still do paintball. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Um, what's awesome is being able to come and do something that you love, right? Connecting with other people, connecting with God, away from distractions like your cell phone and TikTok and all that. Um being able to do something that you love and connecting with other people, connecting with God is awesome. So for me, skateboarding, God, the combination of the two, which I had never heard of before, was amazing. It was awesome. It was a dream job. Um I also met my wife, like I mentioned. Oh yeah, it? I think there's a picture of me uh, doing X camp huh. back in the day. Um, the next picture is me with a with a just a solid beard, so I had to start growing it out again. Ah oh, man. Anyway, uh, the next picture I believe is so I met met my wife, like I said, she was a classic camp counselor. Um, That was 2012. I did the internship here the year in between and then worked again 2013, which might have been the last year of X camp. Not sure. Maybe it was 2014. Anyway, um, so after that, came, worked, was amazed by by what God did that something that I had never seen before combining like a passion that someone had and that connection with God. Um, So met my wife, I moved to Lynchburg, Virginia, worked at Liberty. Anyone from Liberty? A couple people from Liberty. You want to go there? Cool. Um, Worked there for a little bit. Got married, had a couple kids, uh, and at the church that I was going to, a guy grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts, um, and he felt called to go and start a church back in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, what's something? There's not many people from Massachusetts here, is there? Hey, what? woo! All right. What do you th- what do you think of when you think of Massachusetts? Celtics? Celtics? Celtics, Celtics. Hey, hey, whoa whoa. So What's on? Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Chowder. Chowder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not a seafood guy, which is kind of sad, but cuz I live in a good place for seafood, but yeah, a lot of history there. A lot of history. Well, Oh, hold on. Let me tell you what I thought of when I thought of Massachusetts. And when I heard that this church was going to start in Massachusetts, it's cold there. I don't want to go. I don't like the cold. I hate the cold actually. But, but I knew that wasn't the right heart to have. So I prayed and I was like, God, if you want me to go there, I'll go there. That's, I'll go and help, help start this church. Uh, Obviously, that's what God wanted. And so I went. We packed up. We, we sold our house, packed up our kids, moved up there. In Massachusetts, which is cold and dark for a good amount of the year, there, there's like one indoor skate park. And I'm like, no, like skateboarding and God, that's what I love. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. That's my dream job. So I saw a need, I saw an opportunity to connect skateboarders to God because once I, once I gave skateboarding up to God, he gave it back and now it's, I use it as a skateboarding as a vessel to share the gospel, which is the reason for the name and the tattoo, whether the skate park continues or not is whatever but I will always want to use skateboarding as a vessel to share the gospel. So God gave it back. He gave skateboarding back. He gave a vision, called me to open up an indoor skate park for free. Have you ever heard of a a free indoor skate park? Uh, there are a couple of indoor, of free indoor skate parks in the world. Not many, but <clears throat> God called me to open one, and I submitted to it, and I took steps towards it. And now this next slide is um, a picture of the skate park. With uh, this, we had like a game of skate, um, so decent amount of people were out there, and uh, it's been awesome, honestly. Like. It's been awesome. It's been a dream. It's been my dream for a long time. But all of it started with submitting. And now I get to do what I love to do. I get to combine skateboarding and God. That's my job. There's a lot of other bits and pieces involved in it, but that's my job because I submitted to Christ. Knowing like, I'm going to do what you want me to do, even if I'm terrified. And when you tell people like, hey, I'm going to start this indoor skate park and open it for free, they think you're a crazy person because people don't do that. This isn't about me. I hope you don't think that. This isn't about me. This is, this is about God. This is about his story. This is about how he can take you from being trapped being a slave to sin and bring you to freedom, joy, peace, a life that that you actually want, not these things you think you want that are that are actually controlling you. Um, I'm running out of time. One thing that I wanted to do. Uh, everybody has cards. Looks like some people have been drawn on the cards. Um, What I'd like you to do is, if you've drawn on it, you can flip it over maybe. Uh, What I'd like you to do is uh, take a pen. If you don't have one, maybe you could borrow one from a friend next to you. um, And write on it your name and one word that describes you. Um, And as you're writing that, one positive word that describes you. Okay, one positive positive word that describes you. Um, I had an idea uh, that I feel like God gave me about identity. Um, And you can pull up this next slide. I feel like what God put on my mind was that identity determines everyone's actions. Maybe someone already came up with that. I don't know, but um, God brought it to my mind. And so uh, I feel like it's something important to share. So if you guys can kind of like copy that, except not my name, your name, and not necessarily Dreamer, some other word to describe you, uh, a positive word. This is a card that we're going to keep. The counselors are actually going to keep for you, just to make sure that they're safe, um, and they'll they'll give them back to you each time that we meet here. Um, we'll write some more things on them, so try not to draw all over it. I think I'm 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 wrapping up. Wrapping up. Um, one of the reasons I think this is important is because when I was growing up, I saw myself as a good kid. I, that, that was my identity. I held on to that. I thought that was all that was important. The Bible says that no one's good. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So I don't consider myself a good person now. I consider myself a person who strives uh, to follow Christ, and I think Christ does good things through me. But I know that I sin, I fall short. I fall short every day. Um, now I know that I'm a child of God. That's the most important thing about me. Yes, I'm a skateboarder. Yes, I'm a, a father, a husband, um, all those things. But the thing that that won't be taken away is that I'm a child of God. The most important thing is that I'm a child of God. Um, So when you're done, pass these to your counselor. I'm gonna pray, we'll get out of here. Father, uh, we're gonna pray. Father, uh, Lord, we thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity Um, to talk about what you've done, um, to talk about the impact that you've had in my life, the change um, or the freedom that I have now. I thought I had before, but I was so wrong. I I was a slave to all of my desires. I was a slave to so many things that I thought would make me feel better or fill me up. um, And none of it did. But Lord, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for, yeah, what, what you can do in our lives when we just submit to you. Um, Lord, I pray, again, Lord, that this week would be amazing, that it would be life-changing for, for everyone in this room, including me. Um, I pray that, that people would submit their lives to you because that's the, that's the only way to, to have joy and peace and true freedom in this life and in the next. Lord, I thank you, love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Live After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.